Hey, baseball fans, welcome to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast with your host, the voice of the Apple Sox, Joel Norman. Wenatchee earning a 7 to nothing triumph against the Port Angeles lefties. They got things started early, scoring three runs in the first inning before then adding on from there. One in the second, one in the fourth, and a two spawn in the eighth. The real story from tonight was Garrett Gore's eight shutout innings, 11 strikeouts, and two hits in this game. Gores had an immaculate inning in the fifth inning, and he did not allow anyone to reach base after the third. Garrett Gores has had himself a night so far, just two base runners on a pair of hits. The 0-2 offering. Swing and a miss for strike three. Gets away from Owen, but he recovers and flips to first base to complete the strikeout. Also digging in from the right side, a 250 batting average, one home run, and 14 RBI. Swings and misses for strike three. Back-to-back punch outs for Gores to begin the fifth and his sixth of the ball game as there are two away here in the bottom of the fifth. The 0-1 offering from Gores is in the zone. He's a pitch away from an immaculate inning. First two pitches taken for strikes by Mayer. Let's see if Gores can complete it here. Shakes off the first two signs, agrees to the third. The righty's 0-2 is swung on and missed for strike three. An immaculate inning for Garrett Gores, and the dugout knows it as well as he heads back to it with five complete innings in this one. Five to nothing, Wenatchee. It was a phenomenal outing from him, and the Apple Sox earning their fourth shutout of the season. Let's run through the numbers quickly in this one. Wenatchee scores seven runs on seven hits, does not commit any errors, and strands six men on the base paths. Port Angeles scores does not score any runs on two hits, five errors, and three men left on. The win to Garrett Gores as he wraps up the summer with a 1-2 and two record in his final game with the Apple Sox this year. The loss to Drew Standen, he is 1-4. 1,015 fans on hand for this one, and it took place in two hours and 25 minutes. I'm Joel Norman, and we're joined now by tonight's starting pitcher, Garrett Gores, who tossed eight scoreless innings in this one to help the Apple Sox pick up their fourth shutout of the summer. Garrett, 11 strikeouts. You did not allow anyone to reach base after the leadoff man of the third inning. Kept saying before the game, you got to get a win this summer on the record. Got to get one some way. You decided to do it yourself tonight, didn't you? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, um, had some unfortunate outings early on where I thought I pitched okay, but not a lot of runs. Or, But that's not – I didn't pitch my best, but thought I had it going tonight and – got some run support so which that was very nice and made it a lot easier where you're a lot more comfortable you're not like zero zero game or something like that you can just like make pitches and not be like worried like if one one thing happens it's like all good still you were used to striking out a lot of guys this spring once you came to the apple Sox, strikeouts came a little bit harder but that was not the case tonight 11 punch outs six in a row at one point what was going for you tonight with getting the swing and the miss i i was just pounding the zone early getting ahead and was able to really throw anything in any count and keep them off balance. And, you know, like I had my curveball and my slider both today. The changeup felt pretty good, and I was able to locate fastballs up, down, in, and out. So made it pretty difficult and pretty easy on me if I'm locating and getting ahead. You had an immaculate inning in the fifth. Pound of the zone there. You ever had one of those before? And I mean, not that I can recall. I mean, I've had some, like, three strikeout innings before, but I don't know if I've ever had an immaculate inning before. What was going through your mind when you walked off? Did you know you had gotten it at the time? Uh, I did. I didn't, like, I mean, I guess I wasn't 100% sure. I mean, I thought I did, and then everyone in the dugout was saying that I did, so, I mean, it felt pretty good. 
by my count from that inning, I think there were only two pitches that weren't swung on and missed. They were mm-hmm. called strikes. Yeah. Each year, first six were swing and miss. And, of course, the final one was, I mean, the fact that not one of them was fouled off, not anything like that, I, what, what does that mean? I mean, that's got to be the greatest feeling you can have as a pitcher. Yeah, I mean, I was just kind of, like, seeing what they were doing. Like, they are whiffing pretty hard on, like, either curveball or slider that I was throwing. It's like kept going back to it, and they just weren't making an adjustment in – like, either they were still early or they were still way over the top of it, so I just kept throwing it. It's like, if you're going to, you know, be way off of it, why would I go to something else? So so were you using the fastball a little bit less in the sounding because of that? A little bit, yeah. Like, it wasn't necessarily the game plan going in was to be like, oh, I need to mix a ton. But, like, when they're kind of on fastballs a little bit or at least, like, touching them and they're, like, way out in front or, like, just not close to curveballs and sliders, I mean, might as well just keep throwing those. Had to, this was a great way for you to end your summer. I, this had to feel so good. This has been your second summer with the Apple Sox. Heading home here soon to get kind of a break. What does it mean suiting up for the Apple Sox? Oh, it's been a lot time? of fun. It's been a lot of fun. I mean, I had a great time, both groups. This one's a pretty special so far. I mean, we've been winning a lot of games, which is a ton of fun. I mean, last year it was a lot of fun, but in different ways. I mean, I had some struggles early on with as a team, but I kind of found out late in the second half and – Hopefully we can just keep it rolling this year. Oh, yeah, I hope you'll be watching from afar once you're gone. Good luck with Gonzaga, and you know, thanks for joining us here. It's a lot of Thank fun you. watching you pitch. Thank you. Of course I'll be watching. <laughs> we believe it. That's Garrett Gores joining us as we'll now hand the headset off to the newest member of the Apple Sox, from one two-year member to a guy who showed up, met his teammates for the first time today, and steps in and makes an immediate impact. Kyle Hennington joining us. Hey, Kyle, you got a couple of hits in this one. Jump right into the action of that first inning. Not too bad of a debut, huh? No, nah, man. I had a blast. Uh, knew a couple of these guys coming in, but, you know, a bunch of new faces, a bunch of new people. They welcomed me with open arms, and I just had a lot of fun today. Kind of helps when you can jump right into the scoring in that first thing. A three-run frame for you guys. Uh, yep. That's a good way to endear yourself to teammates, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I just – I'm not a big power guy, but I get on base, do my job, take what the game gives me, and help my team win in any way I can. Proving pretty good in center field. You had the one throw over to third base where it was pretty clear from that point on your arm wasn't going to be tested. Talk to me about and tell fans a little bit about your joining the Apple Sox because you just kind of, if I'm not mistaken, you were just reached out to this past weekend about joining this team. Talk to me about how that all started and how you are currently wearing the red, white, and blue for the Sox. Okay, so uh, assistant coach Colton Kelly, I played for him uh, my freshman year at Skagit Valley Community College. Um, I was down in Eugene, Oregon, actually, uh, helping my old summer team coach and just working out down there. Uh, I get a call, and they say, hey, we need a guy. Our center fielder went down. You want to come play? Hell yeah, man. I'll come out, have fun. I just like to play baseball, so any chance I get, I'm going to come play. And it worked out pretty well. You've got a spot to fill, a couple injuries on the team. Uh, you know, you're jumping right into a playoff push, too. How fun is that to join? It's one thing to get these opportunities in the middle of the summer. It's another to jump right into the playoff race. What, what's that mean, and how excited are you that for the rest of the month? Oh, yeah, man, it's a blast. You know, uh, being a part of a winning baseball team is a lot fun, a lot more fun than being part of a losing team. Uh, they preach winning where I'm at, at USC Upstate, and I – just want to bring what I can to the team and help them win any way I can. Sure, helping here tonight with the two hits and the hit-by-pitch as well. Kyle, welcome to the team. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you after our next win. Thanks, man. That was Kyle Hennington, Apple Sox center fielder, just joined the team today and immediately making a difference. Want your kid to be part of an Apple Sox game? Consider signing them up to be an Apple Sox bat kid. The Apple Sox are always looking for kids to help grab bats at home plate and supply umpires with baseballs during home games. 
If your child is at least 10 years old, has a good understanding of the game of baseball, and is available for at least one complete series, then sign them up today. Select a remaining three-game home series on the AppleSox schedule and email the dates to info at applesox.com to register your kid to be an AppleSox bad kid in 2023. The 2023 season is underway, and new this summer is the AppleSox 10-game flex pack. For just $60, this new ticket pack includes 10 general admission punches. You can use them all at once or spread the tickets out over the course of the season. The best part is that the 10 tickets can be used for any of the Apple Sox 31 home games. Apple Sox 10-game flex packs are a great way for families to purchase tickets to multiple games, even if they don't know which game they want to go to yet. Head over to AppleSox.com and purchase your 10-game flex pack for a value of $6 per game today. Joined now by pitching coach Mike Callia, and understandably, another great outing from this pitching staff. Mike, you guys had a tough day on this past Saturday at Edmonton. You bounced back in league play with two huge efforts on the mound, and maybe tonight the crowning achievement of this pitching staff this season. Garrett Gore's eight shutout innings, 11 strikeouts. Braden Boyd, a pretty easy ninth inning in there. How fun was it to watch a guy like Gore's work on a night like this? Yeah, no, man, that's that's awesome. That's a great performance from Garrett Gores. We're we're happy we had him as long as we did. Um, you know, just for him to give us a lift like this in game one of the series and kind of keep our bullpen intact is huge. And, you know, he kept feeling good. He was dominating the OO count and uh, keeping his pitch count low. So it was pretty easy sending him back out. Pretty easy call. I mean, he had that immaculate inning as well in the fifth inning. Struck out six in a row at one point. Didn't allow anyone to reach base after a leadoff double to open up the third. Just everything you could have wanted from your starter tonight. Tell me this, though, Mike. I asked Garrett. He couldn't recall if he'd had an immaculate inning before. Have you either been part of one, seen a guy do one on your team before? Dude, you know, it's it's been a long time. If it has, I don't think I don't think there's been one in an outing this dominant like Garrett Gores had today. I mean, he was the most even-keeled uh, pitcher I've ever been around today. No, Never got too high, never got too low. He was, you know, pumping the zone, and, you know, he deserved it. It's one of those things I don't I don't know if we've had one in Apple Sox history. I'm going to go into the history books a little bit, talk with a couple people, but it's like you said, for how almost perfect he was in this game, I mean, it's incredible to think that he even gave up two hits in this one. It, it, he told me he was mixing a lot of his off-speed in tonight because there was a lot of swing and miss on that. Was that necessarily a game plan coming in, or were you thinking maybe let's start him fastball and see if they're hitting that at all? No, you know, I, I kind of let him make the decision of, you know, what feels good and what he has feel for. I thought, uh, you know, from an adjustment from last week to this week where, um, you know, he had a lot better feel for his slider today. So that kind of alleviates some pressure off the curveball and uh, lets the fastball play a little bit more. And, you know, the more pitches you have for strikes, you know, the better off you're going to be. Let's talk about this away from the mound for a moment. Easton Amundsen and Brandon Ponce want to combine 0 for 10 tonight, and the Sox won this game. What does that say about where this team has come? Because to me, it felt like a few weeks ago, if those two had off nights, the team was kind of doomed that night. Yeah, you know, those two have been, you know, they've been nails for us all year long. You know, we can't rely on those guys every single day we go out there and just, you know, surrounding them with seven other guys that, you know, can put up runs and get on base and do the job is, is huge. It alleviates the pressure off those guys. So um, I expect those guys to be back in the lineup, you know, pretty consistently and, and, and doing what they do best. One win down this week, two more is the goal to win the first half. You come out strong today. You expect that, that Port Angeles, they're probably going to come out on tomorrow. They've lost six in a row. They're hungry for a victory. For them, today was the start of a new season with the start of the second half. What do you guys have to do to take this series at the very least tomorrow? 
Yeah, you know, it starts with one game at a time, right? We went in here today, and we want to win the first game of the series. So, you know, going into tomorrow, now we want to win a series. That's our goal. That's all we're focusing on. Uh, you know, Quincy Vassar is going to get the ball, and he's going to have an excellent start for us and give us a shot to win. You know, we uh, you know, we know what we have to do. We have our work cut out for us, and, you know, PA wants to – they want to spoil our plans a little bit. So uh, we're looking forward to go out and compete every pitch. Just when we think we've seen enough from this pitching staff, the high point, they seem to top that. Mike, I'm looking forward to seeing what maybe we get tomorrow on the mound. Quincy Vassar getting the start. Uh, what do you expect of him? He's had a couple of weeks since the last time he went. Yeah, you know, we talked about it a little bit today and just kind of, you know, scouting out these hitters and looking what was uh, what made Garrett Gore successful. And, you know, he's got to compete in the zone. You know, he's a guy that, that competes in the zone with multiple pitches. And, you know, as long as he does that and gives our defense a shot, I think we're going to put up some runs and, um, and, and give way to the bullpen. Mike, we're really looking forward to a fourth shutout victory of the season for you guys tonight. Leads the West Coast League. Thank you for the time, and talk to you next time. Thanks, Joel. That's Apple Sox pitching coach Mike Callia chatting after Wenatchee's 7-0 win against Port Angeles. Did you know that 20 former Apple Sox players have advanced to play in Major League Baseball? This past April, Cincinnati Reds right-handed pitcher Casey Legamina became the 20th former Apple Sox player to make his Major League debut. You might recognize a few other names from across Major League Baseball. Marco Gonzalez of the Seattle Mariners, Drew Rasmussen of the Tampa Bay Rays, Ryan Kreidler of the Detroit Tigers, Griffin Canning of the Los Angeles Angels, and Michael Tolia of the Colorado Rockies are just a few of the other players in the majors who previously spent a summer in Wenatchee. You never know which player on this summer's Apple Sox team will one day find himself playing at the highest level of baseball. To learn more about Apple Sox players playing professional baseball, please visit applesox.com and select the Apple Sox and the Pros drop-down option on the About column. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball is affordable family fun. Come out to the ballpark and celebrate their 23rd season and experience some of the best collegiate baseball in the country. The Apple Sox welcome the Kamloops North Paws to town this weekend for the first time since defeating them in last summer's playoffs. Scout night is Friday at 635, Military Appreciation Night is Saturday at 635, and Chris Jones provides live music after Sunday's 105 p.m. game. And we're joined now by Apple Sox pitcher Joey Pearson, who had himself a pretty good Monday night. Four shutout innings and six strikeouts in that game. Joey, it had been a little bit since your previous outing mm -hmm. before last night's game, but you bounced back in dramatic fashion. Yeah. Felt like in the first few outings, there were the ups, there were the downs. Last night was certainly an up. What was the difference with last night for you? Was it something before the game? Was it something you did differently that made you really feel like that outing was you know, indicative of something better? Uh, not really. I kind of just wanted the rock. Um, I wanted it a lot. Um, it helps when I have three of my four pitches working and I can throw for a strike consistently. So, yeah. Yeah, a lot was going well. The six strikeouts in general. Um, you had the, the shush after. I think it was the last one. Tell yeah. me a little bit about that. It's a, I, You're a guy we haven't seen a ton of emotion from on the mound. That was a, a little surprise, I think, to yeah. some people. Yeah, normally, uh, normally I don't show a whole lot of emotion, but... Kind of was in the moment. They're chirpy and yeah. We hear a lot of guys talk about sometimes they like to use their emotion to fuel them. Are you someone you're saying who kind of likes to be? Is it better if you're even keeled sometimes? Yeah, definitely. I uh, I live for that. Tell me about that. How that goes in your preparation though? Because I imagine there's some days your mood's gonna be different than others. How do you stay even? Is it just a, is there anything you do practicing with a certain mindset? Not really. Just uh, gotta go up there and be yourself. That's about it. 
Talk to me about your year at Lower Columbia. Freshman year for yeah. you, gotten some work, and not too bad to start off your college yeah. career with an NWAC title. T- tell me about how the year went for you. Uh, early, early in the year, I was injured, so that wasn't that fun. Um, but bounced back, got my innings in, threw pretty well, and yeah. You had a couple of no-hitters in high yeah. school at Richland. Tell me about that. That's got to be a fun experience yeah, to look the, back on. The first one was actually against Wenatchee preseason, um, and then the second one was in or to send us to state against Moses Lake. That was that was pretty cool. I'm sure a couple people in Wenatchee might recognize your name from those. Uh, which one was harder of the two? Uh, definitely Moses Lake. Yeah. Moses Lake? Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Do you still have any baseballs from those games? Any yeah. memories you've kept from that? From the Moses Lake game, yeah. Oh, that's really neat. What's it been like playing on this team with a couple of guys who are Red Devils? It's probably nice to have a few familiar yeah. faces. You've been here since day one now, so you're getting to know everyone. But how nice is that having Easton and Jaden on this team? Oh, it's, it's great. Um, I got, I've been fortunate to get really close with those guys. Um, I look up to them. They're leaders to me. And with everybody else, like we're all gelling together really good. And, yeah, it's fun. Your pitching coach, Mike Callia, also here. Probably nice to get the same guy who kind of knows your program during the school season and is helping with that in the summer. What's it been like working with Coach Callia? Oh, it's great. He knows exactly what I need to do. Um, he has the plan for me. And, yeah, I just listen to him and attack it. Awesome. Well, Joey, thank you for the time. A lot of fun watching you pitch last night. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you. That's it for this edition of the Apple Sox Podcast. I'm Joel Norman thanking you once again for tuning in to the Wenatchee Apple Sox Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the Wenatchee Apple Sox Podcast. If you enjoyed it and don't already, please subscribe to get updates on our newest episodes. Make sure to like the Apple Sox on Facebook and follow at Apple Sox on Twitter or Instagram. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time.